Hello friends, Denny Pruto here with a final lesson on my approach to sermon preparation. In my last lesson I talked to you a little bit about extemporaneous preaching and I tried to show you that my approach to sermon preparation can easily lead you into extemporaneous preaching. This is because the sequential outline, when properly understood, and the priority of the sequential outline, when properly understood, can easily lead you into properly dealing with the details of a sermon without getting bogged down in those details. Now, extemporaneous preaching is important uh, from uh, another perspective, the perspective of body language. And the first thing I want you to get in this lesson is the fact that although presenting information in a sermon is important and you want individuals in the congregation to get the information you are presenting to them, the way people receive the information is bound up in a major way in the way that information is presented. And so it's not just that you present information to the congregation, it's the way in which you present the information to the congregation that carries important freight and importance as far as communication is concerned. And if information is going to be communicated to the members in the congregation, the way that information is communicated is of great importance. Let me give you just a couple of examples of what I mean. Uh, very often, uh, pastors will stand in the pulpit and tell the congregation that they have some very important information to relate to the congregation, and they will do it in the following manner. Uh, friends, uh, I have some very important information to relate to you, and so I want you to listen very carefully as uh, to the content of this information and take careful notes so that you get the information that I'm giving you, and uh, you will retain that information. And so uh, I'm giving to you, uh, as I understand it, some very important information. Uh, notice how I related this information, or notice how I related this little exhortation. Hands in the pockets, uh, rather in a monotone. Uh, that kind of presentation uh, says to the congregation, because of my body language, that although I'm saying with my lips the message is important, I'm relating uh, by putting my hands in my pockets in a very relaxed manner and speaking in a monotone that the information actually isn't important and my body language is contradicting what I'm saying. Here's another little example. Uh, several years ago in a chapel service uh, a young man who uh, has a, a very charming smile was speaking about the wrath of God. And so, as he spoke about the wrath of God and the terrible nature of the wrath of God and how awful the wrath of God is, there was a big smile on his face. And you could see his gleaming white teeth as he spoke about the wrath of God. His facial expression portrayed 
exactly the opposite message as he was speaking, and it contradicted the message he was speaking. He didn't realize that this was the case, and after we talked about it a little bit, it dawned on him that his charming smile was getting in the way of the importance of the message that he was speaking about the wrath of God. And so body language is important, and the way people receive a message is bound up in body language. I've already spoken a little bit about facial expression. Facial expression is important, and most importantly is eye contact. And what happens if you have a manuscript? You are looking down at the manuscript, and looking down at the manuscript, and then glancing up, and looking down at the manuscript, and then glancing up, and then looking down at the manuscript, and then glancing up. You don't have adequate opportunity to actually engage individuals in the congregation and scan individuals in the congregation. You are buried in a manuscript, and uh, this will hinder communication. In other words, the paper is placed between you and the congregation, and it hinders actual contact with the congregation. Eye contact is very important, and so you need to be able to look at people in the face, and you need to be able to engage them and look into the eyes of individuals within the congregation. You don't want to stare at them and make them uncomfortable. You want to look them in the eye and engage them. And at the same time, you want to use appropriate uh, gestures. And you want to uh, appropriately move in uh, the pulpit or before the congregation. Too many pastors will pace. They will move back and forth and uh, pace in uh, the pulpit or before the congregation. Make your moves purposeful. And if you are talking about the Word of God coming to the congregation, lean in to the congregation and move toward them. If you are talking about uh, people moving from one area of the world to another, appropriately move in the pulpit to portray that movement. But make your movements purposeful. This will help in the communication process. And use your hands appropriately to accentuate things you, that you are saying. I always recommend that rather than pointing, and I usually point, and my students would make fun of me because I would point with my crooked finger at the congregation. Better to just move toward the congregation with all of the fingers of your hand pointing forward and emphasize a point in this way. And if you want to clench your fist, do so to make a strong point and to make a strong move. And the way you speak can also improve your communication. 
Often, uh, pastors will get loud when they want to uh, accentuate a point. I want you to get the following point, they will say. And the congregation will draw back because the congregation perceives that increase in volume as shouting at the congregation. And very often, when you want the congregation to get a point, you can lower your volume and move toward the congregation. And inevitably, what will happen is that the congregation will lean in toward you to get the point you are making. Uh, what I'm trying to communicate to you in this video is, it's not only the information you are relating to the congregation that's important. It's the way in which you relate that information to the congregation which is also important. And in fact, the way you relate the information to the congregation will carry more freight and will carry more weight as far as how the people in the congregation will receive what you are saying. And so, uh, become accustomed to utilizing your body and utilizing your hands and utilizing your voice and utilizing facial expression and utilizing eye contact to communicate to people in the congregation. And extemporaneous preaching, if you move in this direction, will help you in this area of body language and it will help people in the congregation receive what you are attempting to communicate to them. And everything you can do in order to help the congregation receive the information you are communicating to them ought to be utilized. And speaking in an extemporaneous way with just a few notes to help you get down the road to your sermon point so that you can uh, uh, use body language and eye contact and facial expression and use your voice appropriately to accentuate major points in your sermon. All the ways you can uh, utilize to help people uh, receive the information you are communicating will be to your benefit and to the benefit of the congregation. I hope this short series on my approach to sermon preparation is helpful to you. And if you want a more extensive review of my approach to sermon preparation, I encourage you to get a hold of my homiletics textbook, So Pastor, What's Your Point?, that is published by the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. It's available to you on Amazon.com. Thanks for listening.